When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore. The 20. The 10. The 5. Touchdown. Two is buried. Oh, a sauce gardener. Here he goes! Goodbye and hello Enzo! And Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall looking for history. Hall with his 24th straight game with a rushing touchdown into the NCAA record books. Listen. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And it's time to recap day number seven of New York Jets training camp at Florham Park with our friend who's the co-founder over at U Stadium, Mr. Nick Spano, or as I often say when he enters the Zoom chat, Nicholas Spano, because I picture him sitting behind his computer right now wearing a suit and a tie. He's got to keep it professional for this here broadcast. Nick, thanks so much for hopping on, brother. Thanks for inviting me back. This is two times in a week, right? For anybody who is counting, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk at first before we get into anything involving Zach Wilson, who was the big story today, about Quan Alexander, because this to me is really interesting. I wanted the Jets to get Quan Alexander. I think a lot of people did, mostly because he's an experienced linebacker who in the past has had success, especially in this scheme. We know that he's missed a bunch of games, 25 of the last 59 that he's been eligible to play, so that's not a mystery. But for the price, you figured, looking at what the Jets had at linebacker, they really could use the depth, and they really could use somebody who could help the young players and really fit into the scheme early on. But you still had to think that 
after they got to training camp and he wasn't signed yet, that if they did eventually get him, it was going to take some time for him to get going. And then he did sign right at the beginning of training camp. And so you figure, all right, it'll take him at least a week, maybe more than that, to really get comfortable. But that wasn't what happened with Quan Alexander. It's really amazing how quickly he's made an impact in training camp. Even day number one, they were talking about it. He brought energy. He was making plays. He was helping the young kids. And Robert Sala himself now has come out and said he's stunned at how well-conditioned Quan Alexander was. He said he's adding to the room, not just physically but mentally, making it hard for us to keep him off the field. Made some more plays today in team scrimmage. He had a great play down at the goal line, stopping the offense from getting in. And I think part of this is that Quan Alexander is the consummate pro, and he knew he was going to get signed somewhere soon enough. So he kept himself in tip-top shape on his own and then when he came in he was able to be in football shape right away without having to get acclimated Quincy Williams has talked quite a bit about the impact Quan Alexander has made not just on the linebacking core including today's practice but on the unit in general he said today at the presser after practice Quan Alexander has brought a ton of energy said the first thing Quan Alexander did when he got into camp and started practicing was he said Turn it up, turn it up, and then he just started bringing the energy. Williams went on to say Alexander's been in the defensive scheme a lot longer than him, so the first day coming in, he went up to Williams and said, hey man, I've been watching you, I've got a few key details for you that can really help you, you're a baller, these little details will help you become a much better player, they'll go a long way, and Quincy Williams said, I really appreciate him doing that for me. So Quan Alexander right away is showing why it was a smart move for the Jets to sign him, because as we talked about, Nick, yes, he's making plays in training camp as he did today, and yes, he's helping the young talent. That, to me, outweighs any injury risks when you're talking about a million dollars because the worst thing that happens is he gets hurt and oh well. But for a million dollars, if we're talking about it in football terms, that's nothing. If he can stay healthy at least for a portion of the season, make some plays, bring energy to the defense, and mentor young linebackers like Quincy Williams, who, let's be honest, needs that. He really does because he showed some potential last year, but we know his flaws. If Quan Alexander can help him fix those flaws, and become a better player within this scheme, there's so much value to that. So I was glad to hear from Quincy Williams after practice today, from Robert Sala after practice today, about the impact that Quan Alexander is making already. And I was glad to hear all about how Alexander continues to bring energy and continues to make plays at practice. Yeah, he's just like, he's such a good veteran player. And, you know, it's a shame that he's, you know, been on and off the field with some, injuries over the past few years, but I mean, he just brings so much intensity. He's fast. He's a, he's an aggressive player. He's a smart player. He knows the system already. So, you know, he just checks all the boxes. He brings a veteran presence, you know, cause yeah, CJ Mosley is the guy, but, but, but CJ is a quiet leader. You know, he's not really vocal. He's not really an aggressive guy. He's more laid back, you know, so to have a guy like Quan, who's, who's really more out in front and outspoken, uh, I think it helps, you know, it kind of brings the, you know, a different leadership quality that the Jets don't have right now. The Jets have a lot of quiet, more quiet veteran leaders. Um, you know, Carl Lawson, Corey Davis, CJ Mosley, the veterans on this team are more soft-spoken. You know, Alexander brings a little bit more edge. Um, you know, CJ Uzama brings a little bit more of a vocal leader. 
So it's a good mix, you know, so, so, so Quan brings something different to the table, but I mean, he's, he's a guy that fans will love, especially if he's healthy and, and playing, you know, playing every Sunday. So I think that's, that's the most important thing with him because he'll help all the guys around him just by being there. So if he's out on the field, you just have another, you know, coach. I know it's a, it's, it's such a cliche football term, but he really is another coach on the field. So he's just, there's so many, there, there's zero negative to having him on the team. Like there's not, not a, it's not like he's taking snaps from like a, a young player who the Jets, you know, really feel good about, you know, they've, they like you mentioned, you know, you saw some good things with Adam Williams, Sherwood and, and Hamsa are just complete question marks. They're, they're projects. So it's not like you're, you know, he's taking snaps like, you know, uh, let's say like a couple of years ago when Frank Gore was here, you know, mm-hmm. so it's a different, totally different story. Um, so, you know, and, and it's in the Jets are in a different place from the, than they were then. So, you know, this team needed a, a linebacker. We talked about it all off season. Um, and, and, you know, I'm glad at least they, they, not that they listened to the fans, but the fans were, were on this one and they, they, they were right. So it was, uh, really it was like a perfect marriage between, between both, you know, Quan and the Jets. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Zach Wilson had himself a nice day today. He had a good day yesterday. Today, no major dazzling throws, but he took what the defense gave him was 8 of 8 in red zone drills, which Robert Salas said was very important because that was the biggest weakness for Zach Wilson so far. He would hesitate down in the red zone, and then people would take from that that Zach Wilson was struggling. He was much more decisive, getting the ball in there to tight ends, had a touchdown pass to Tyler Conklin, two-point conversion to Elijah Moore. There was another play earlier on where he hit Elijah Moore on a perfect 20-yard strike. So Zach Wilson starting to get more confident down in the red zone, which is what you really were looking to see because as Robert Salas said, that has been the key weakness for Zach Wilson so far. And on his 23rd birthday, he's starting to turn the corner in that regard. Yeah, and, and that's what he needs to do. He doesn't need to be a, a circus show, you know, pay a dollar to see the freak show throw a crazy pass here and there. You know, he needs to play quarterback. So that's – we know he can do those things. Those are those are extra. You know, he needs to, to learn how to play consistent quarterback in the NFL and, and to hear him putting two really good days together, one being on his birthday, which is funny. So – that that's what you want to hear. You know, it's it's week two. It's week two of training camp now. The first first day of week two. So you you want to see him get better each week, right? Leading into uh, preseason games next week, these joint practices. You know, then then when you start to see different defenses, different fronts, different coverages, you'll start to see him adjust to that. So you know, you want to see that progress. This this is progress. It's you know, leading from week one of pre uh, of this of the training camp is. You know, very basic. Uh, they weren't in pads up until a few days ago. They did three straight days, three straight days of pads. So, 
you know, you're ramping up the, you know, the, you know, the process here heading into week two of camp and then into the, to the game. So this is, this is what you want to see. And if you continue that and he puts these days together and, you know, in joint, joint practices, he's, he's being decisive with the ball. He's accurate. Um, he's got, he, we all know he's got all the, the, the God given ability to, to throw the ball like crazy. Um, it's, it's everything else that, that he needs to just start putting together on a consistent basis. And, and he has, so, um, knock on wood, let's, let's just hope this keeps happening and everybody stays healthy and, you know, they start to see this progress because, um, if, if Zach puts it together, this team is good and it's a, it's a good roster and you're, you're seeing the rookies and these young players just showing out at practice each day. So, um, it's a talented group right now. Some other notes from the practice, Quinnen Williams and Jermaine Johnson both got sacks. Nice to see Jermaine Johnson get in there because I hadn't heard his name much at all the first few days of training camp as opposed to Sauce Gardner, Garrett Wilson, and Brees Hall, who you've been hearing about quite a bit. Robert Sala at one point stopped practice to talk to the team. He thought there was a lull in the special teams period, so he talked to them as if it was a simulated halftime That's an interesting method. I've never seen that done before, but I kind of like it. There was a weird play that occurred at one point. C.J. Ozama bobbled a pass from Joe Flacco. It got intercepted by Jacob Martin. Martin ran with it, fumbled it, and then the defense ended up recovering. So that's the kind of blooper reel type of play that you might see on NFL Films back in the old days if this was a regular season game and NFL Films was still doing those types of things. Ty Johnson hurt day-to-day, probably not going to play in the green and white scrimmage. Tevin Coleman still out. Greg Zerline did not kick today, so the only kicker that did kick was Eddie Pinero. On the plus side, Jeremy Ruckert was activated, and Michael Carter came back from his injury, and he was playing in the practice today as well. So, Nick, any thoughts about some of the highlights there practice? That strange play, Robert Salas stopping practice to give a simulated halftime. Definitely something I've never seen before, but I think it's clever because it might have added a little bit of a spark. As we saw, Zach Wilson ended up doing well in the 11-on-11s. I don't think it's because Salas stopped practice, but sure, it didn't hurt. Yeah, and, and you like to see that from Salah. He's just like Zach. He needs to, you know, take take the next step as a head coach in year two. So you like to see the attention to detail there from from him. So it's good that he sensed that there was kind of a lull, and he was able to kind of step in and um, you know do the do the little things from a coaching standpoint. And um, you know, just I know Conklin and Uzama have been you know really solid, and and you love to see that just because of what. What we've what, well, what we haven't seen from the tight end position, which it feels like forever, but at least in the past ten years, um, getting Rucker back will be will be cool to get him to you know, on the field. So, um, you know, just it just sounds like these young players are all out there making plays, and maybe it's because there are so many of them that each day, you know, just by pure like numbers, they uh, one of these guys has to step up. So. Um, but it seems like at least every day it's it's Brees Hall doing something where people are like, this guy's the real deal. Or, um, you know, you're seeing Garrett Wilson making some plays and Elijah Moore is like a stud out there, but clear cut best receiver on the field. So, you know, you're just, you're at the point now in a couple of days where it's like, all right, we're, we're, we're tired of this training camp stuff. Like, let's get to a new team in here, you know, get to a preseason game, stay healthy. Um, and let's just kind of get out of here. But, 
you know, for the time being, it's good to see a lot of younger players making plays for this team. Should also note that George Fant has been slowly increasing his reps. He had two reps in the 11-on-11s yesterday, today, some more. So they're working him back slowly. That's smart. No reason to go overboard and risk him getting hurt again. After practice, we talked about what was said by Quincy Williams. He also mentioned that the trio of him, Quan Alexander, and C.J. Mosley could be, quote, scary. I don't know if I'd go that far, but it could be a much better unit than people were anticipating before training camp began if those guys can all stay healthy. Sheldon Rankins spoke after practice, has a lot of confidence in the team, said the defensive line is as good as any he's played on. And remember, he's played on some really talented defensive lines with the Saints. Also said the goal is for the defense to be, quote, number one in the NFL because What's the point in showing up for the race if you're going to say, whatever, third is cool? So I like that attitude. I don't know if the Jets are going to be the number one defense in the NFL, but I do expect them to be vastly improved. And I think the defensive line, especially with some more infusion of rotational talent, and of course, Jermaine Johnson being drafted in the first round, should help towards that goal. Yeah, just it seems like there's just a good vibe about everybody at camp, like it. Each day there's a different guy that's speaking and, and you like what he's saying. And it sounds like they're all kind of beating to the same drum, right? It's it's like this team has been down for so long and, you know, enough of that. You know, the, 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 the mindset has changed. Um, a lot of positive vibes, which yeah, I think Sal even wears like a shirt that says positive vibes only. So it's it's cool to see there's a light, but like also I'm tired of this losing shit. So it's 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 a good, it's it every soundbite you get is a good you know and it's a good one and it's and it's a different guy each day. So you know Rankins I've I almost forgot about um, had a quiet year last year. So to get him, you know, out there he's he's a guy who like you said he's played on some really good defensive lines. I don't I don't think this Jets D line is as good as the Saints ones, but hey, we'll see if if, if Lawson who seems to. Like almost like Zach now, where we're week week one of camp is wrapped up. He's he, he was just really getting his legs under him, you know, first action in over a year, um, or about a year. But now they're saying like Carl Lawson looks like Carl Lawson again. So you just uh, you know pray that that he stays healthy and they kind of limit what he's doing um, because you know he's the most important piece of that D line. Robert Sella also spoke after practice. We talked about what he said regarding Quan Alexander and Zach Wilson. He also said that each team, the first, second, and third, will get four series and a two-minute drill during the green and white scrimmage, which is this Saturday at 7 p.m. He said two series will be the first half, and then there will be two series in the second half. Also, and this is a bit of a controversial statement, I tweeted about it myself because I thought it was typical coach speak, he said that Joe Flacco is a starting quarterback in the NFL. He said that Flacco's been having a very impressive camp and that he could certainly still be a starter in this league. If we're keeping it real, I suppose you could twist yourself into knots. Nick, before we started recording, we were joking about Flacco going to Seattle and being the starter there. But I then also reminded you that the last time Flacco was a starter, he lost his job to Drew Locke, who is now in Seattle battling Geno Smith for that starting quarterback job. I know that Flacco's still got a really good arm that he's showing off in camp, and that's awesome. 
And clearly Zach Wilson likes leaning on him. That's valuable too. And it's good that he won't be embarrassing if the Jets have to turn to him because Wilson gets hurt. But Flacco is a guy that maybe could give you a couple of starts if you need him. You do not want him being the full-time starter at 37 years old. He's not what he used to be. He was never elite. We know that. Everybody made the jokes about whether or not Joe Flacco was elite. He's never elite, but he was a solid starter. He's not that guy anymore. But as I said, nice to have him here in case the Jets need somebody to step in for a couple of games if something happens to Zach Wilson. So thoughts on what's going to happen at the green and white scrimmage and the comments about Joe Flacco. Yeah, about Flacco, it's like, can he be a starting, can he play as well as a starting quarterback for a game or two? Yeah, no doubt. Like, we saw him, like we mentioned last you know, last show, we saw him play well you know, for the Jets in, in, in a spot start last year. And, but is he a is he starting quarterback for 17 games in the NFL anymore? No, we, we saw that a few years ago. He's just, that that's come and gone for him, but he's, he's exactly what you want, a backup. So, um, you know, I, I definitely like having him here, you know, especially after a few seasons of like Luke Falk and some of the guys that we've seen as, as backup quarterback. So, um, yeah, it's, it's solid. Just, he's probably just impressed by his arm and just, you know, the way, you know, he looks on the practice field. It's like, damn, this guy won a Super Bowl and he could still sling it. So, um, you know, he's probably just, just impressed out there and, you know, maybe he believes it. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say he's lying, but, I think we all know that that nobody wants Joe Flacco as a starter anymore. Um, as for the scrimmage, yeah, it's you know, I remember I haven't gone in, in a few years. Um, I think the last year I went was probably with Rex, and you know it was cool. It was intense. It's like you know a lot of the younger guys get to play at MetLife or practice at MetLife for the first time, so that that's cool. Um, I, I heard Salia saying about the first, second, and third team. So you know you want to see. Yeah, you get it, it simulates it's it's the first time simulating a um, like game atmosphere, if you will, you know, with a larger amount of fans. Because you know, even though they have the open practices uh, at Florham Park, there's still you know limited space. You know, now you get to be in the actual stadium with the lights on, with the sound, with the you know the the scoreboards, and it simulates an actual you know game. So. It's, it's cool for, for them, and you know, it's nice to kind of get back into football, it feels like it, you know, because then, then the first preseason game is only you know, four or five days away. So um, it's a cool event. You know, they do it every summer, so it's always a cool, cool day for fans and the younger players. And one of the underrated parts of the green and white practice is that it's at 7 p.m., so that means that it's going to be a lot cooler out, make it a lot more tolerable for you. If it was during the day, you'd have to bring jugs of water. If you had your kids with you, they'd be complaining it's too hot. Nighttime, much different story, much nicer atmosphere. Green and white practice, Saturday, 7 p.m. Go out there. You'll enjoy it. No question about it. Nick, thank you so much for coming on and recapping day number seven of Jets training camp with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to take advantage of the takes function over on the U Stadium app, go ahead and do that. DM Nick over on the U Stadium Twitter. Tell him you want the Play Like a Jet extra points, and he'll give you points to use for these takes. And the best part, Nick, is that you can potentially turn those takes that cost you absolutely nothing into real-world dollars. So there's no losing. Yeah, absolutely. So if you got a, uh, a take about a preseason game, we have a Hall of Fame game, which is Thursday night, um, a special going on for that, where um, we're giving away 1,000 points for every point that's scored. 
So you're going to get some points to make some takes. And, you know, you can make a take like, uh, you know, if Zach Wilson is going to play five snaps on Thursday night or Friday night, I'm not sure when they play, um, that counts as a take. So we could put a points, put point value to it, post it. Fans will either agree or disagree. And then once that take is settled and the outcome is, uh, you know, whether it's he does or doesn't, um, the points will be rewarded to the winning side. And then you can cash those points out. So, like Scott mentioned, shoot us a DM at, at U Stadium. Let us know your U Stadium app username, and we'll send you over some points to use. Take advantage of the takes function right now. DM Nick at U Stadium and get yourself some points to use that you could potentially turn into real life dollars. Also, check out playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant's got some fantastic videos up there, including all 22 breakdowns. Watch the videos, subscribe if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you, thank you shirt. The Zach Says Go Long shirt. The Zach the Ripper shirt. The Play Like a Jet logo shirt. Caps, mugs, hoodies, it's all there. tpublic.com. That's teepublic.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcast and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. 